the imagery of the body is relatable to all. Whether you're constantly marveled at the growing tiny fingers and toes of a baby in front of you, or attentive to your own aches and pains, we realize the body's interconnectedness. Paul's words guide the people of Corinth to remember their interconnectedness, that they, the church, are like a body, each member serving a unique and important role, and that when they gather, God's Spirit works through everybody in a unified way, through all the different people for the building up of the church. And we pause here knowing that we personally have a part to play in the body, and pondering what gifts we possess for the greater whole and identify our value. But Paul's thoughts don't stay there. It turns from self-talk for yourself, you are indispensable, and becomes they are indispensable. They. The focus shifts in verse 21 through 26. The eye cannot say to the hand, I have no need of you, nor again the head to the feet, I have no need of you. There are parts of the body that seem to be weaker, are, and notice this word, indispensable. And on those parts of the body that we think are less honorable, we bestow greater honor. And our unpresentable parts are treated with greater modesty, which our presentable parts do not require. There were church members at Corinth excluding themselves because they felt they were inferior, thinking, I'm not needed here. And there are church members at Corinth feeling superior, who are excluding others, saying, you are not needed. I don't need you. In confirmation class, we are careful to bring up not only great historical figures and also current thinkers who have pushed and nudged the church to be what it is today. We also took time to share stories of those we know, members of our own congregation who strengthen the body of Christ in our midst. And we placed some questions to our confirmands, where might God be calling you and your hearts, and your gifts. And we nudge them to continually be evaluating actions and attitudes and praying for what images are seen in the scripture so that they might break down the lines that divide and begin to treat all as Christ would with dignity and love. You see, Christ is at work and is beckoning us to join him all that is asked is that we bring whatever position, possession, or potential that we already have. We're already blessed with it. And God compensates for everything else we might need. And if we lean in, God works in us and through us. So then the question becomes, how then might we participate in the body? To participate in this kind of a body is to participate in a diverse and welcoming and celebratory place. In pivotal moments, God is extraordinarily present with Jesus and those around him, and for good reason. God's proximity informs our trajectory, 
God approaches us to claim, equip, and send us to do God's will again and again. God will meet us where we are, but does not leave us there. We shift from sinking sand to solid ground, from navel-gazing to community, personal pietism to justice for all, and away from behaviors, both personal and systemic, that frustrate God's vision for the world. Friends, we are called to be in this place, all members of this body. And the question is, where is God calling you? The confirmands are beginning to unravel and understand where this might be. Where is it for you? Amen and amen.